Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there's enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I'm so glad you're here with us today because we have Sasha Lipskaya with us. Sasha is an intuitive mindset and leadership coach, archetypal power analyst, international speaker, energy worker, and spiritual mentor to powerful people seeking a deeper connection to their authentic power, embodied confidence, passion, and higher purpose. Sasha has been featured on Yahoo Finance, Business Talk Radio, Canvas Revel Magazine, Authority Magazine, Best Self Magazine, etc. And she is a regular presenter on subjects of mindset, confidence, intuitive development, sexual energy, transmission, leadership, and spiritual growth that is focused on individual and community service to the collective. Thank you so much for being here today, Sasha. It is such a pleasure to have you. And I would love for you to just dive into your journey, how you got here today, and then we can go a little bit deeper. Thank you, Carolyn. So nice to be here. Hello, everyone. Um, hmm. So I really have to take you to a moment in my life where I was eight and a half years old and I found myself having just moved to Israel from Russia and I was in a classroom full of kids I didn't know and did not speak the language. For those that don't know, Hebrew is the language spoken in Israel, which I did not speak. Yeah. And I, I felt this, you know, this anticipation of something big was happening in my life as a big move. And I was excited. I was excited to make friends. I was excited to discover what I get to create like that childlike wonder, right. That we always work around when we really want to go into healing. Like, what is that true you? Mm-hmm. And the true me was like, this is so different. And I'm really curious. And of course I'm, I'm a little, little kind of, well, I don't know why, but it was really exciting. And within an hour, there was this feeling in my stomach that something was off. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling just my, my body kind of shrinking, collapsing. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, this feeling where there's just energy around that you could feel is not is just not welcoming, right? It's just not, you don't want to be there. Something's off. You don't know what it is. That's your intuition, right? Telling you mm-hmm. something is And it had always been very, very intuitive. And so I could sense something was off in the air. And that afternoon, nobody talked to me. It was lunch hour. I just kind of went outside. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to walk around the school. And as I was walking, I felt this energy behind me and I heard voices and kids just walking behind me in like a group. And I felt this just like fear come over me. And I was like, oh my God, something here is making me feel like I don't belong here. And it's never happened to me in my life ever before. And as a child, obviously, I couldn't understand what was happening. <laughs> I like, kids do this, right? There isn't an, an, the other, right? And all of the things, yeah. who cares, right? In that moment, I felt I need to, I need to shock fight, flight, fawn, freeze, whatever the response, right? If you, if you know what I'm talking about, but yeah. even if you, right, you either want to hide, run away, fight, 
And in that moment, I could understand, I don't know how I understood, right? Because I didn't speak the language, but I understood that they were saying, go back home, you Russian. And they were little kids, right? Like eight years old. And I was like, in that moment, just experiencing this, this anger, right? From the world, this just this rejection, which obviously wasn't coming from their hearts, right? This was a learned behavior. And in that moment, I felt my, just my whole body hide. And this feeling of, well, how do I get out of here? I can't fight them. I don't want to face them. I don't know what to say or do. I don't speak their language. They have more power, right? This is their home. Clearly I'm not supposed to be here. And so in that moment, I know what happened. And this is where it really fits into what I'm going to share with you in terms of my entrepreneurship journey, my life coaching journey, and my artist journey is that my woman's journey is that I made a choice that it was the, (laughs) I could only be safe if I gave up my power. Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. and I only realize it now, having done a lot of work around this or with myself and other people, which is where we're gonna go, but understanding that that choice is subconscious, right? It's a survival mechanism. Right. And in yeah. that moment, many archetypes were born that were activated, so to speak, in my system. And you know, there's the wounded child, there's the victim, there is the prostitute. Like, how do you fit in, right? How do I sell myself to make myself worthy of what, of what, of what I believed love was in that moment, right? Acceptance and belonging. And I didn't know. So giving up my power actually meant I'm going to hide who I really am in my heart because it isn't safe to know who I am because I am powerful. I am everything. I am ready. I am worth, but I can't be that here. I can't be that here. So I have to hide that. So that means I have to give up my power and I will ask for someone else, right? To give it to me, to give me permission to feel powerful, to give me a reason to feel powerful, which is what we do. (laughs) A lot of the time in our lives, when we find in that moment of who am I and what am I doing in my life and how am I here? What's happened is that you've given up your agency, your sovereignty, right? The choice to know who you are because it wasn't safe. Because in some moment you made a choice to, survive. And so that's what I had to do. And that moment I could feel myself split and just be like, I know who I am here, but I'm going to protect her. And then this is just going to be me responding to what I think the world wants from me. And so that began a journey of almost like this double life where my very powerful desire to be an artist and to be a healer and to be a teacher led me into a place where I completely disregarded, disembodied and rejected the part of me that really wanted to own the truth of who I was. And so I started playing a lot of roles. I became an actor, (laughs) which is what I always wanted to do. But in that moment, that was like, oh, this is perfect. Because in a story that's not mine, I could be powerful. Mm -hmm. I became a scholar because I could learn all these things and I could be this incredibly well-versed teacher and expert and people would respect me and I could do my work without actually vulnerably opening up the wounds inside of me that felt never worthy, never good enough. I don't know if you know this, but the high performer, right? The high achiever, the, I need to be better than because otherwise (laughs) this world doesn't want me, right? I have to prove that I'm needed at all times. What do I do, right? How high do you want me to jump? Where do you want me to jump, right? So kind of performance again and desire to again sell my value 
so that I could know what it actually is. Somebody tell me what it is. Mm -hmm. um, that led me also to abusive relationships, right? Which is, I'm going to stay here because you're going to give me what I think I need to feel worthy, even if what it is, is abuse, right? And so we do these things and we create these stories where our fear basically makes sense, right? And we understand that it's running the show because there's no other way. And there is a way, right? But we don't know the part of us that knows that there is another way. So that's what self-discovery is about, right? That's what healing is about. That's what reclaiming your power is about, is you have to understand, really understand who you are, which is a lifelong journey. And sometimes you don't know who you are, right? It's not because you don't know who you are and I don't know, it's because you never will know the fullness of who you are. That's the whole purpose of your life. But also in this moment, do you know who you are? Right. And I would say, yeah, I know. Right. I'm this. I'm that. I like this. I don't like this. I'm strong. I'm confident. Yes. And still, there is a shell of who I really am was a vulnerable, creative, loving, sensual, incredibly just gentle woman that I did not allow myself to be because I did not think that she could ever survive in this world. And that led me to then becoming a coach, right? I, in one moment in my life, understood that everything I'd been doing really in my, in everything I've been doing was about understanding who I was and finding a way to feel powerful. And it wasn't working, right? Again, just finding myself in a situation where I stood on a movie set, having gotten everything I wanted, having sacrificed so much for it, being in this role of like this Russian model, how ironic, by the way, I'm not Russian, which is why this was this whole thing was really funny. Because go back to Russia. I'm I'm half Colombian, half Russian Jewish. I'm like, I'm like, I, what are you like? How do anyway? But this is what I mean. Like, I never belonged anywhere, and that was okay until I was told that I don't. Mm -hmm. right? That's what giving up your power means. I knew I didn't belong anywhere. I am, I am, I am what I am, right? I am my soul, I'm not my body. And yet in that moment, I was my body, my nationality, my passport, right? My face. And so yeah. my whole life became, how do I create a face, a nationality, right? I would lie where I was from so that I fit in. And yeah. found myself on that movie set and I'd already become an entrepreneur because I was an actor, obviously. So I was mm -hmm. running business. I realized that I have never felt more powerless. <laughs> and I stood there with all of this power, so to speak, running my business, being paid to do what I want to do, having built this career, having gone to school, having, you know, done all this stuff. And I still had no power. If anything, I felt even more powerless because I felt like I was at the mercy again of somebody telling me that I had worth, that I had value, that what I was doing was right. Right. And that I was good enough. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to be good enough for someone else. I don't want to fit in because that is the only way I could find the truth of my heart because I could never find it that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm more removed from it than ever before, except now I can feel the, I can feel the pain of like, I can't, I can't be here and be who I am. And I made a choice that day that I was done with acting and that I was, I was not going to start doing anything until it felt like I could be who I really am because I didn't know who it was, I needed to figure that out, right? So I knew that that was the entry point. And at that point, I also knew that there was a very deep calling and I already started doing this work of doing either therapeutic work with people, healing work. I'd already started practicing 
never took it seriously until that moment. I was like, well, there's nowhere else I want to go except understand how this actually fits into the journey of my own healing. And I became a life coach. And through, throughout the year that I studied that profession, I understood there's so much more obviously. And I was like, I need to keep going, but also that it wasn't about a set of tools I was learning to help other people figure out what they want to do with their life. It was about understanding the set of tools that were never learned, never taught, never given a time to actually explore, to really figure out who I was and what I cared about, what I stood for, what I was willing to die for, what I was willing to live for, which I had no idea. It was definitely not being in a relationship or making money or being, none of that. As soon as I started doing that, I was like, well, none of these things that I thought I needed to get matter. And I've always been spiritual. And somehow still these things made a lot of sense to me. I was like, no, spirituality, that's not, spirituality is your connection to yourself. That's what I understood. Mm -hmm. And whether you want to explore a religion or not, this, or Mm -hmm. spiritual teaching or not, this is what spirituality means to me. And this is the work I do now. So in my entrepreneurship journey for the past 12 years, what I found is that there is no deeper initiation into a connection to something greater than you and who you are being the same. It's literally the same journey, finding out who you are, finding the divine. It's the same journey because it's that desire to understand your life's purpose through your body, right? Through your Mm -hmm. heart, Mm -hmm. through your intuitive awareness. And so it became, I want to say a beautiful obsession with all kinds of modalities while again, you know, this, anybody who's starting a business or any kind of project knows this, you want to, if you want to do some, if you really want to do this, well, you get, you get ready, not so much for building a business, but for, but for discovering who you really are and, and, and who are you here to become right. And not become by becoming something else. I don't like this word when it's associated with like, yeah, become someone else. No, it's becoming who you really are, but you never know who you are until you start doing the work that really matters to your heart, because it will call out your darkest shadows mm-hmm. and the biggest light, which brings me to the real answer to your question, the real being very specific. My entrepreneurship journey was, became right about how do I truly honor that my gift is absolutely needed, but it cannot be expressed. It will never be of service. It will never matter to this world until I understand its value, until I experience mm-hmm. and until I do the work that I so deeply know other people right need to do. Mm-hmm. And obviously I can't do it on my own, right? I need teachers, I need coaches, I need guides, I need therapists. And yeah. that only became clear in the last, let's say five years where it was like, oh my God, the hugest missing piece of all of this is that <laughs> we can't do it alone. So mm-hmm. entrepreneurship is about you building your own thing. Absolutely. It's about regaining your sense of sovereignty, artistry, power, creative potential your soul's truth, all of it. If you do it right, it's all of it. By right, I mean, I'm all in. It's not quitting your job and leaving your family and running to the woods. No, it's about, I'll do what it takes. Mm -hmm. And I will make sure that everything I do supports my journey, right? So I did a lot of other things. I went to grad school, I got a master's in feminism and philosophy. And like, I was like, I'm supporting this. I don't want to be an entrepreneur because it's it's this and that. No, no, I have to be an entrepreneur. Like all of this was happening, right? It's like, okay, do this. Okay. I'm going to work for someone else. Right. I'm going to still try to sell myself. No, this doesn't work. Right. Like I finally, and so I'll finish here. 
two years ago when I was at the peak of what I thought was my success as an entrepreneur. <laughs> I was like, this is great. I was working for a coaching company. I was teaching, I was coaching, I was building the company with its own. It was beautiful. All my skills came into play. I was like, this is great. And I had a community, right? So that day at eight years old where nobody wants me, it was the complete opposite. Everybody wants me. Everybody validates me. Everybody loves me. I can't do no wrong. Have you ever felt that? Like, I can do no wrong. Like, this is just awesome. Go play, right? Here's yeah. your stage. Be you, be you. But the more I heard that, I was like, I can't be me. And it mm. struck me. It was heartbreaking because I, like, I made it to this point. Like, I thought we were over with this whole trend. And then I realized the most crucial piece of all of this, and I mentioned this, I alluded to this, the shadows that were very active in me. I never actually embraced. I never actually learned their lesson. I never actually saw what they're here to teach me because mm -hmm. I didn't want to, because I didn't want to admit that I was a wounded child who wanted approval. I didn't want to look at the prostitute who kept selling herself. I thought we were done when we were done with the actual, let's say, performance. Like, no, because <laughs> the performer was still there, right? And so in that moment, I was like, I was in a moment of coaching someone and I didn't want to because I had nothing to give. I felt empty. I was starving. And I was like, how am I? Everything I want is here. I'm validated. I, I'm good at what I do. I'm paid so well. I'm making more money than ever before. How is this not enough? It's like, well, it's not enough because you are not really here. You're not doing what you are meant to do here. You're not reclaiming the fact that you want to create your own body of work. This whole journey, Sasha, was about that. And you're still refusing to do it you're hiding from your power. You're now hiding, actively hiding from it because there's no more excuses. Like you can, but you're not doing it. You yeah. saw the, the first, you know, let <laughs> me take care of you and you like take care of me. So yeah. there I am and I'm literally in a place of, I either say yes to just going forward with everything and just hoping somehow I'll find the time to do my own work, which was, which is a lie. And then I, I realized, well, there's no way I could do that because I know it's a lie and I've done enough work to know I can't. It's like, and, or I give everything up. It's like, but I can't do that. It's like, no, but I'll give half of it up. So like, okay, I'll give half of it up and I'll do my own work. And I was fired. <laughs> so there, there's the universe, right? And so I was literally being given a chance. Like, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to figure out who you are? You want to do this work full on? It's your work. It's your business. It's your project. Nobody's responsible but you. And no one gets to feel the power of your work, right? Mm -hmm. You, and then you get to in the honesty, truth of your heart, really, really bring it to the world, knowing that the work will never end, but you got to do your own work, girl. You really got to do your work. So I was, I thought I was going to, you know, half quit. Instead, I was fired. Thank the Lord <laughs> or the universe, whatever you want to say. I, in that moment felt a sense of both devastation and fear because my greatest trauma was being played out. I'm alone. I'm thrown out and the most free I've ever felt in my life. And I was like, Oh, how is this all happening at the same time? This is great. I'm so happy. And I'm also, Holy crap. This is like the worst nightmare of it. So mm -hmm. the next year I have committed to rebuild my, my brand, my business, everything that I had been building, mm -hmm. but from a place of again, what am I not willing to see in myself? And where is the gift in that? So I started doing some deep shadow work, archetypal work, right? Understanding the different parts of me. You can, many different systems use different language, right? But I can say 
internal family systems, which is something I'm practicing learning now, but it's all about the same thing. It's reclaiming the parts of you that you feel, right, are bad, shame, whatever. You repress them, you reject them. You don't know them. And therefore, they're not only unknown, but they're obstructing a whole field of light inside of you that you don't know either. Mm -hmm. And so for the next year and a half, I have developed the framework that I do and teach and I'm a student of now, which is really embodying, right? Embodying all of the pieces of you and understanding that in every single piece of you, there is a gift. And the darker the piece, the more light it holds. And so going into that space is the most freeing, healing and inspiring work you could do. And you could do it in different ways, therapeutically through coaching, through whatever. Your own practice is the answer, right? Yeah. But just knowing that my journey in entrepreneurship was about becoming a sovereign being and a creator of my own life through the work that I can call mm-hmm. my business, right? But I am a walking, talking business. That's what I really like. I really am. We used to say this as actors, like you are the walking, talking business. I am the walking, talking because I can't fake it. I can't just teach you a bunch. I need to embody it. And that's what you're experiencing now is me literally living this work every day. And it's not mm-hmm. easy, no. but it's so, so, so incredibly empowering because I to choose to be who I am and know the extent of it and that's (laughs) right so we have to keep going so there is your I promised I'd be short and I totally lied and (laughs) all good all good no I so appreciate you really diving into that and what that looked like for you and all the ups and downs but you know I I'm so glad you mentioned when like what it started at eight years old, that experience you had and just the energy around you, because we were talking before about energy and just being in tune with it. And I think you said a lot there that is so important to touch on. We'll touch on as much as we can today. But I think the biggest point is I really wanted to talk about the shadow because we don't really talk about that enough and what that embodies. And I love what you said about that's where most light is held. And I would love to understand a little bit more of how like in your experience, why the shadow work is essential for success? Oh, I love that question. Thank you. I, I feel like what I just, everything I shared is about falling in love with your shadow. Like yes. real, you no, know, cause we say, I don't know, shadow slayer. I was like, no, no shadow hunter. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> cause I, I don't slay any part of me. I'm not here to slay any part of me. I know it has a function, right? It's like your organism. The kidney yes. has a right? Your bowel has a function. Yeah. It's not, oh, it doesn't smell good. So I don't want it and take it away. I'm like, no, no, I want it. <laughs> I want it. Right. But it's understanding again, what it actually offers you. And so what in entrepreneurship, especially what I feel is, you know, one of the biggest, I want to say it's almost like the litmus test, right. Mm-hmm. Of whether or not you are really on your path or you're just, oh, well, I just want to, again, how do we, how do we know if we're on the right path? Well, your intuition knows, right? It, it, the problem isn't that, we, again, the problem isn't that you don't have intuition or that even that you're not listening to it. The problem is you don't know how to listen to it because it's, it's, a, it's a technology in your body and it absolutely is a primary sense. You're born with it. And then the rest of your life, most likely, if you're like most people in the West, you spend being taught how to not to listen to it, right? So <laughs> hence why my whole experience, like I knew the truth always. I just didn't know how to actually listen to myself. I could listen to other people's, you know, truth. I could see that, but me, mm. so mm-hmm. shadow work is essential in the sense that it's actually one of the easiest 
and quickest ways to learn to discern the voice of your intuition from your ego and your ego being right the 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 mind conditioning right the fears all of the things that you think are true that aren't and are coming from your past or karma or whatever you want to say but it's not the present right it's not the truth of this moment it's the autopilot and that's the five percent right that you're running on and the shadow is what comes out of that right? The shadow in there are many ways of talking about it. Carl Jung, right? Really made it popular, but the shadow, the concept of it was here with Plato. Plato is the one who was first, like, it's the idea of you that you don't want to see, right? And it's also the fact that everything you see in the world, right? However, it triggers you, motivates you, inspires you is a reflection of what you see or don't want to see in yourself, right? So mm-hmm. we often say this, you know, whatever try the trigger in someone else usually is the thing you really don't like in yourself. And the first instinct, of course, is I don't want to touch it. Why? Because shame. Mm-hmm. So the shadow comes with shame mm-hmm. and we don't want to touch shame. And yet the most, and I, to me anyway, the, the only way to really heal is to go into the shame mm-hmm. and to embrace the shame and to literally like go through the shame mm-hmm. and to fall in love with the part of you that feels ashamed, the shadow and understand what it actually is holding. And so the shadow for most entrepreneurs, right, again, is that it's literally the fear of being powerful, right, of being successful, the shadow of I need to earn my keep, right, I need to prove my worth, I need to be better than you, I need to do this, like we talked just before we got on, like, is there a place for you, right, you, I'm a coach, do you know how many life coaches there are, like, if you go on Instagram, and like, mindset coach, it's like, well, what's the point, Mm-hmm. everybody's doing it. Some people are doing it so well and they're and all of this. And that's the shadow, right? I have to be better than someone else. I'm not good enough, right? I need to do something different. It's coming from fear. Now, what it's, here's the shadow work. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, I know where in my body it is. It's in the pit of my stomach. And that part of me mm-hmm. is deeply attached to the feeling of unworthiness and not being enough because it's actually done a lot of really amazing things with that belief it's become a really good student right it, it like it was a really good athlete for a while like I, all the things that I achieved came from that I need to I need to win right I need to be better I need to prove my worth I need to survive huh I don't want to survive I want to live mm-hmm. and I'm thriving let's we'll get there let's live so living first right and so the shadow is the part of you that you must not only look at but you must learn to love mm-hmm. because it's a part of you. It's literally, oh, this is my pinky and I've never seen it before. In doing that, you are learning the voice of your intuition because it, once you start doing this work, you will understand that there is a language in which the shadow is talking to you. There is a certain way it's communicating with you. It doesn't sound like you, right? But it's a part of you. And you, the true you, your intuitive voice, let's call it that. There are many ways of talking about the true you, the self, but the, the intuitive voice is part of it, right? It's like, oh, but this is the truth of who I am, right? I know, I, I know. And so you get the freedom to discover your cast of characters. You get the freedom to understand what's happening in your life and who you're performing as from the place of the director and the writer and the producer, the one who created the play while knowing that you're also the one performing, right? And, and experiencing, but that is not who you are. That is a role, right? And you need to, but shadow work is about for an entrepreneur, especially coming out of the rat race, right? And this 
blindfold of I need to achieve success on this way and this term and it has to look this way and I need to use these tools, right? And I need to make X amount of money and make sense of it. And it has to be that. Oh, you could just feel it. My body's like, oh, that again, that's the shadow. And when I look at it, it's like, okay, you've done a lot of great work. Like I know how to, I know how to talk to you. Tell me what you mean and what it means. And this is the, the, the shadow of my performer I want to achieve is the artist. Mm-hmm. I need to create. I need to create something of my own. I need to show myself in the world. I, there's no one like me. Only mm-hmm. I can do this. And no, I don't need anybody to approve because they, they can't. I have to just offer it and trust that it's not only enough, it's the only thing that's needed right now because it's coming from me. It's like giving birth. The baby's coming. This is what I'm going to give, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, does it look this way or that way? It's just this, right? And so yeah. that is the, and working with the light. And as again, there's no, I always say this, this is really important. There is no bad and wrong, right? Mm-hmm. There's no good and great. There is only true and untrue. There is yeah. true and true. Mm-hmm. The shadow isn't true. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel good, but it's not bad. Because it's literally giving you the incentive and eventually a two by four, right? Mm-hmm. If you yeah. listen, that you are holding back your light. And it's not coming from a place of choosing not to, like people say, well, I don't want to shine. I don't want to take up a space or attention. That's the shadow speaking because the light yeah. doesn't have an attachment to being a light. It's just the, the sun is the sun, right? It's not like, thank me for being the sun. No, I'm just the sun. I'm shining. It's my function, right? That's all. Right. <laughs> That's right. what the light is. I'm just the light, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to say anything to me. So that's the non-attachment to, again, whatever perception you have of what you're supposed to do. It's complete surrender and empowerment in knowing that, yes, you are a light. Yes, your light is needed. And also it's not, it's not about you, right? It's not about you. It's about this world receiving you. It's about you gifting this world with something that it needs from you, that it demands from you, which is why it hurts so much not to, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to perform hurts because you're not creating. And in that moment of knowing that every shadow then offers you a way into seeing one of your gifts, once you do one, once you do one, it's never going to go away. You realize that it's literally the frame that holds your potential. And that frame keeps expanding every single day as your potential does. And so the more shadow work you do, the more you not only activate your light, but the more capacity you have to actually embody your power because it's a responsibility. That's why we don't want it. It's like, it's a lot of responsibility. I have to then show up and really shine. And I don't want to, like this interview was like, I kind of want to hide today. That was my shadow work this morning. A part of me wants to hide. It doesn't want to be seen. It doesn't want to talk. Why? Because it's scared. It's scared of rejection. It's always going to be there. In my experience, anyway, it has never gone anywhere. And it's it's active participation in my life is very Mm -hmm. different. The way that it runs the show is it isn't running the show, right? And it does show up. I say, oh, what are you holding back? And there's like, oh, because I'm ready to create something that really scares me, and it's time now. I just hired a coach actually to help me with that. Like another coach, like support with this because I'm not going to let it out myself. I need somebody to literally hold me to the fire. And today I was like, Oh, this is what it's about. Something is about to come out. I'm about to go to this podcast. It's not related, but it is because I'm in a different stage and I'm being visible in that. And like, Oh, this part is really scared. Okay. Well, what I, what do I do? I'm demonstrating. I need to tell it that I've got it. Mm -hmm. I need to tell 
that is good enough. It doesn't need to prove itself. I need to tell it that I love it just as it is and it's safe. And so that's what I did. Yeah. And it's all we need to mm -hmm. do is just witness, right? That the shadow is witnessed. It's received. Mm -hmm. It's allowed to be. And then it's integrated, right? I'm integrating whatever gift it had. Okay. The performer is a shadow. The little child is a shadow. Okay, great. The artist, the sovereign, right? Okay, good. The light is here. And how do I transcend it? Well, I got to do something about it, right? I got to actually show the shadow that it can stay, but I know it's not true. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow myself to pretend that I am, that I am literally hiding behind my shadow. And it's okay because it's not, it's not okay. And, and it's not okay only because I'm unhealthy, unhappy, and pretty much suffering. If I do that. And I know that doesn't matter what I have, doesn't much how, how much money I make or what I look like, or how many people like me or don't how much followers doesn't matter. If I'm untrue to myself, I suffer. And yeah. so in that moment, I was like, okay, so how about we don't do that today? And, <laughs> you know, but just to tell you, this work never ends. And it's exciting. because it's Ooh, I'm so humbled right now. Like I like, this is great. Oh my God. And so, <laughs> and again, for entrepreneurs, because the almost like the, the bar, right. To enter mm -hmm. this high you have to really commit to it and you have to know it's going to take time good things take time and if you're devoted i did this live yesterday devoted committed to love to love being how you express your love for yourself in entrepreneurship in creativity in your relationship like it's all about me i love doing it it's not about me right it's about the world and also it makes me feel damn good so it is about me that's <laughs> how the world's designed i thrive everyone thrives right not ego but just my heart so okay, if I'm committed, if I'm devoted, if I'm in that, just I'm in it to win. It, I can't not win, right? It's just, I have to, but it's not on my timeline. It's not on my expectations of success. It's not on what I think I need to get out of it. It's I'm here to receive whatever the world wants to give me. All I need to do is show up as who I am and really honor and do the work to be an expression of that truth in my coaching, right? My practices and whatever I do within nobody watching, like everything matters, right? That integrity. And so entrepreneurship will call out your, just your devotion to the truth of who you are, what you're here for and how devoted you are to your purpose without any, right? Any recognition, any, oh yes, yes, yes. From the world, just you, like, I love you. I don't need you. I don't need anyone to tell me. I know I do. And I'm going to die for you. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. I love you. What's it to you? That's kind of the aspect of yeah. complete, right. Selfless service while taking care of yourself. Absolutely. Because you won't not take care of yourself. If you're here to do this work, you know, you need to take care of yourself because otherwise your instrument is out of tune, out of whack, and you're not, you're not good to anyone. So Again, that's integrity, that's self-full embodied love, which is what I teach through, you know, sacred sexuality and all these different ways we can talk about it, but it's literally reclaiming everything in you, the masculine, the feminine, the shadow and the light and the archetypes. And again, seeing this play and I'm like, oh, the entrepreneurship journey is about me creating my own play, playing it on my own rules, because <laughs> we are the exception to the rule. Yes, we are. Own it. There are rules and then there are exceptions and you're the exception. And then from that place, you need to create your own rules. You yeah. really must. Otherwise, the shadow will take over because the world is going to tell you, right, what it thinks of you and what it needs from you to literally just help you wake yeah. up to who you are, right? Or yeah. to make you like a victim. 
it's the same thing, but yeah. you choose which way you want to look. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, I mean, and again, the money and the success, let's just tell you, yes, I am very fortunate. I'm in a very good place in my business, in my life. And it, it happened as a result. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm like looking around, I'm like, how did this happen? And I know you, you know, what's your, what's your, I have no, my system is, I'm going to give kudos to my coach. One of my coaches, Rich Lipman, and specifically in our work, one person at a time, one life at a time, one conversation at a time, this moment right now, can I serve you as deeply as I can? That's mm-hmm. it. That's how I built my business. And that's how I've been running, running my company is this moment. And I know again, once you scale and there are all these things, but in this place without this, I don't want to scale anything. Like I want to be unscalable. And from that place, how can we scale it for sure? When it's right, but it it shouldn't be scalable, right? It's that one of a kind, just art that you bring to the world. And Mm -hmm. you know that the only way to offer it is to really be present with what you can do, how you can serve, how you can love yourself and another client friend doesn't matter in this moment because everything matters it's a trickle effect if Mm -hmm. I look at how people have come into my life coaches clients like I I could have never right I could have never organized Mm -hmm. it that way and it couldn't have been more perfect because it calls out me even more it's like can you be a better coach can you be better do better it's like okay but not jump higher just there is more to you. Let's do more. I do. Okay, let's go. You know, I love the fact that you really embody one person at a time, one conversation at a time, and you're very present in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what you were saying too, with the shadow work. A lot of times we want to hide in this entrepreneurial journey of, oh, I don't want to shine my light or, oh, I'm going to dim my light. I've been in situations where I've worked in partnerships and I didn't want my light to outshine that person. So I took a step Mm -hmm. back and then I had resentment. I'm like, what's going on? But then I realized it was the shadowy part of me and all the work I've done, but also just like what you've done too, to really experience and understand okay, it's a part of you and it's yeah. not to judge it. It's not to shame it. I was just talking about this the other day about like Benet Brown and she talks a lot yes. about shame and yeah. guilt and how we carry that. And a lot of times when we look at it, we understand it, we explore it. We don't judge it. We know, okay, it's there. It's going to chill there for a little bit, but understanding it's not going to diminish what we want to put out there and we have to work through it. It's mm-hmm. not, okay, well, it's there and I'm never going to touch it. Yeah. Acknowledging, okay, that presence is there. How do I work with it? How do I acknowledge what I'm going through and showing up and taking up space in the way we want to and knowing there's no right or wrong? And I love that you said that because I'm a big advocate of that, of just there's so many people in one industry or different industries, but you bring something different to the table. And that's the beautiful thing about it. We all have something unique. And when we're aligned with that, people feel that. You, It doesn't matter about the follower account or the perfect website or all these other little facets that happen in like the business side of things. But when we show up as our true selves, so we attract so much more of what's aligned with us because we're not for everybody, but we're for the people that we need to be for. And I know you've worked with so many people. You've changed so many lives. Can you share an example of a powerful transformational experience that you facilitated with one of your clients through the integration of mindset, energy work, and spiritual growth? Yeah, well, I would love to shout out. I, I know she won't mind. Her name is Teresa. And <laughs> because we were just talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um so she's a just um, an incredible light. And because I feel like, again, who we attract, right? It just, you don't know, but you understand it's a certain type, right? Of yes. human. And so who I work with primarily are people who are literally, they're on a mission, 
to put it bluntly, either figure out who they are or find God. Mm. And it's beyond religion, right? This is not, I need to find God in my religion. No, no. I want to find the divine, the sacred in myself, in, in my relationship, right? In my work. I'm starving. Like it's time. I'm done. Like I'm done. There's no other way. Like this is the way. And so she came to me because her original, again, intention to work with a coach was she was going through a divorce, like, a mm-hmm. you know, dark night of the soul. Like she left her career, her kids, you know, like empty nest, like everything. Um, and so she was looking for a path forward to possibly, right. Find a mate, find a significant other, find a, a human being that she could really feel good spending her life with. Um, and through our work together, which continues, we just started another year together. Uh, which by the way, again, like all of this, it's never about, you can't do it alone. It's about you get to not do it alone. Right. You get, and yes, I personally, like I said, I'm very humble to say, I don't want to do it alone. And I actually can't, I can't until I started getting people to help, like literally see my own shadows and do this work that I do with others for me. I didn't even understand the impact it had. Cause I'd be like going through the thing. I'm, I can do it. No, I can't see my own eyeball. I cannot see inside of myself. I can't, I can feel it. I can experience. I know. And I need somebody to guide me, reflect to me, hold me. Right. That is, is safely right in a safe container. So through our work in everything you shared, we basically what we've created for her, what she created through our work is what she describes as she really understood in her body in her bones how much she loved herself and who she was and actually who she was for and what she was willing right to almost what she was willing to sacrifice so that she could make space for the kind of work and right now she's pursuing a certain career and, and like entrepreneurial endeavor in a way and for the kind of man that she wanted to be with right the kind of human being that she felt not only was she worthy of, but that was worthy of what she discovered herself. Mm-hmm. Worth, right. It's like, how can you be worthy of the man or the woman or the partner or the business or whatever you want that is worthy of you, right? That is worthy of you. So that is that reciprocal feeling of finding her. I'm going to say power. We use that word so much, but really, yeah, it's finding the space within her that just is whole is right that is who and she's never experienced that before and so she's you know expressed to me many times that the thing that she came for right which is you know manifesting a mate which you know yeah it's work in progress because not not everybody could meet her in that way and Mm -hmm. she is in a place where she's like but what I found and what I found Mm -hmm. is I found my faith in who I was in Mm -hmm. what I was here for in how much I value, love, and respect who I am. And I've never experienced that before. Mm-hmm. And I found that connection to, to God without any dogma, without any religion, without anything that would make me feel apart from any other group of people. I literally just feel the connection to that at all times. And she's basically moved from you know, being really, I feel like, you know, being afraid to be seen for who she was and what she wanted to being extremely strong in her boundaries, in her sacred boundaries, I call them, and 
a desire that she really has, really owning, and we work a lot of that, like desire, owning the desire, especially for the feminine, letting your body, right, guide the way to your desire, let it be a gift, right, but without expectations, attachment, hooks, right, mm -hmm. trauma, guiding how she's going to manifest that desire. So yes, we are working on creating a business and finding a partner, but not from a place of I need that to complete me, I need that to feel worthy, I need it to look like this so that I feel good about myself. No, I Mm -hmm. Yeah, freaking awesome and I love who I am now what do I get to do from here and what what does this world get to receive like that is and that's where she is and just seeing her face and just how confident she is in her as a mother as a friend as a lover right as somebody who is going on dates as somebody who is watching <laughs> this business like just seeing the sovereign woman how gorgeous it is and having her actually recognize that you know, that transformation and how powerful it is because it's physiological. And you know, this is a dog. It's, you can't fake transformation. It's not change. A teacher of mine was like, change is reversible. Today I'm going to be, you know, five pounds lighter and tomorrow I'm going to change. Transformation is, this is now my experience of who I am. My DNA has transformed. There's, from here, you can create a different reality. It's not the other way around, which is what we're like, let's manifest a car and then I'll be the kind of person who sits in a Lexus. No, you'll still be the <laughs> doesn't have a car, does not a drive, which is why you'll probably give that car away as soon as you can. <laughs> so what do you want? You want freedom to be in Alexis? Let's start with feeling free and then see, do you want to drive a car? Do you want, you know, like this? And that is how you create the realities in, again, in correspondence, in alignment to your, I love this term, divine assignment. This mm. is, you know, by many teachers and one of mine, Carolyn Mice says this divine assignment. You've been given a divine assignment. Do you want to see it? Do you want to own it? Do you want to learn actively participating in the creation of what comes through that assignment, your thesis in this world? Or do you want to succumb to a fate of someone's just going to tell me what I'm here to do who I am. And then I'm just going to die and make sure that, you know, maybe I'll leave some money for my family and maybe I won't, but it doesn't really matter to me because I'm going to be dead. So there we go. So that's a very somber way of ending, but I just want to say, no, yeah. the gift here is you don't have to, you get to choose. Exactly. If you are in a place where you can choose, not everybody in the world is, but if you're listening to this, you are, you know it. I, I love how you put that. And you know, that's something I learned very early on in my entrepreneurial journey of just, I get to do this. I don't have to do it. I get to, and that shifts everything. And I love defined aspect of change versus transformation as well. And what would you say are maybe two of your top tips for entrepreneurs on this journey that have been so beneficial for you that you want to share with us today? Oh, Kurt Carolyn, I mean, really, I have to just say, get yourself a coach, like mm -hmm. get yourself a guide. And it doesn't have to be again, because we always go business coach. Yes, yes, yes. And that's not, that's not enough. If, mm -hmm. if that business coach doesn't actually incorporate again, emotional work, embodiment work, and like, and I don't, I don't mean it has to be woo woo anything, but just your whole being right has to be involved And some programs do offer that um, getting yourself a trusted advisor and coach, right? Not just somebody who will hold space, but somebody who will actually direct you gently on your spiritual, emotional mindset journey. That is number one, because when I did that, and again, the capacity to say, I get to, right, that shifts your whole being. It's like, I am the kind of person who gets to do this. I'm so grateful to myself that I get, I'm going to, yeah, right. I'm going to hold myself to the fire. I need somebody to hold me to the fire. So that, and then the second part, um, and I'll be humble and say, I didn't do it right away. I got a lot of business coaches, but I wasn't actually walking my own talk in a way, which mm -hmm. 
when I did, everything transformed. I was like, yeah. oh, this is why what I do is so amazing. Right? Like, yeah. So it, uh, yeah, because <laughs> you don't know the value, right? Until you, mm-hmm. anyway. So that, and then the second one being, this is this is really important. Really honor. Hmm. Really honor your experience in creating this business. So I don't care, right? If you're less organized than someone else and it might look messy to someone else, right? If in your experience, that is your art, right? You put away your paints and you clean up your, your, your room afterwards. We were agreeing, in agreement there, but in the moment of creation, right? Whatever you do in your world, if it allows you to be fully expressed and creative, and creativity is key. This is what I'm going to really nourishing your creative capacity, which ties into your sexual energy. So it has a lot to begin with embodiment work, taking care of yourself, right? This is not about performance or losing weight, right? Or no, no, no. that could be a result, right? But, or gain muscle. It's about understanding that your body is the instrument, whether or not you are physically involved in your business, you are right. You just are, just take it. You embody your business. So how you experience what you're doing is the most important thing, because that will absolutely influence the content you create, the systems you run, who you hire, and most importantly, the people that come to work with you, right? Whether they will elevate, right, your service and help you feel even more empowered to do it or numb it down, right? Make you feel like you have to hide, like you're not doing enough, not from a place of I want to do more, but from a place of I'm just not enough, right? And saying that literally just you embodying the energy of you get to create your business as a work of art and as an offering to this world. So every system, every software, right? Every person you hire, and I'd say get help. Absolutely. Get, again, business help, VA help, right? Like business support, whatever will help you actually be more actively present. And this depends on where you are, right? Let's just say that. But the more along the journey you are, the more you get to say, well, now I get to be even more in my zone of genius, but just make sure that you are more in your zone of genius than not. And your zone of genius doesn't come last on the list because, oh, well, no, I got to run some ads and I got to write some content to do, da, 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 da. but then, and then I'll, then I'll, you know, be, be really expressing what I want to say. It was like, no, but that needs to be there first, whatever you need to do. And then like one of my, my, my coach says, actually, like, just channel it through, just let it come through, just mm-hmm. say what you to say it's a sales page do that your process and then go and take a framework a system right like adapt it to make make sure it's flowing all of the things but first comes your heart's truth mm-hmm. and if your heart's truth is right now is not the time you listen doesn't matter who tells you what which is again comes back to the first right until you do the inner work you won't be able to hear your intuition you won't be able to discern it maybe you will right but not in a place of mastery where you can truly just and i saw this Today, I was like, I trust myself. It's a skill. Your intuition is a skill. You got to develop it. Not trust yourself. And I, in two months, I'll figure out what I did wrong. It's like in the moment, you're like, this is off. I'm not doing this. And if I don't know what to do, I'm not doing anything. And I don't care what my ego says. I know how to work with it, but this is not, no, right? That is you literally perhaps saving you thousands of dollars, weeks of turmoil, not spending time with your kids or family or loved one, not taking care of yourself because your ego was in charge. It's like, no, you need to do this because you said you do it. And the toxic masculine comes out. It's like, right? like, no, 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 no. My intuition says, no, there's something here. I don't need a week. Maybe I need 20 minutes, but hot damn it. I will take the 20 minutes and I will sit there. And if I don't, I'll get help. 
right? Because that is literally, there's an emergency in my system. I have to pay attention. So the first is get help to make sure that you're doing this work. The second is honor the truth that you receive and you're able to hear through this work because it will never, your body will never lie. You will never lead yourself astray. You will never sabotage your true success if you start from the place of listening to your heart's truth. And it's always here. I say, there's three things I know. I know I don't know anything. I know that there is something that does. Mm -hmm. And I know that that something is always, always within me. Mm. That's it. Beautiful. I, I love just what you said too, because I think it just encompasses everything that you embody, everything we've been talking about, the work you're doing energetically, spiritually, but it goes back to like what you just said, those three aspects of who we are, what we're doing, who we embody and everything. It's all within. And if we're allowed to allow ourselves to listen <laughs> internally, so much can change and shift. And I think that intuition is so strong. We all are capable of it, but some, we can hear it louder. Once we master it, it is there. Sometimes we don't want to listen to it, but we feel it. Like I know I personally feel when something's off or something needs to shift or I'm like, nope, this is the right way to go. But when we listen to it, you're right. We can save thousands of dollars, time, turmoil, all these other factors that uh, co-create when we aren't aligned with that decision. Or if we feel like we have to, because the ego can be really obnoxious sometimes. <laughs> um, but Sasha, sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Sasha, I so enjoyed this conversation. Can you please tell people where they can find you, use your services? We're going to link everything below, but if you could let us know too. Of course. Thank you so much, Carolyn. And uh, I appreciate this question. So yeah. easy to find. Name isn't that easy. So mm -hmm. Sasha Lipskaya is my handle everywhere at Sasha Lipskaya on Instagram, at Sasha Lipskaya Coach on Facebook. Uh, coaching, Sasha Lipskaya Coaching is a Facebook page. Um, and then my website is sashalipskaya.com. Now, the way you spell it is S A S H A L I P S K A I A, but it will be in the show notes. And also, I have a podcast, which I really hope. I'm going to put you to the fire that you yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah. Great. Absolutely. Coming. Okay. Uh, called being brave with Sasha Lipsky on iTunes, Spotify. So you can find me there and I have a YouTube channel as well. So I really look forward to meeting you in whatever capacity we meet. And thank you so much for being here and just know this podcast and this woman will tell you the truth. So just Again, one of the biggest things is like everything, right? We have to be everywhere and learn from everyone and every, it's like, yes, what matters is who you're learning from more than what you're learning sometimes. Cause what you're learning is determined by who shares it, right? And embodying the truth, right? And so I can see, and I can feel from you, Carolyn, anything you share with your audience will be of great service to them. And guys, girls, gender non-confirming human beings, listen again learn to listen to your truth and also i just know that you don't need to go anywhere else if you're starting your journey you're in the middle of a journey you're a high-end entrepreneur whatever you are get the advice you need here and don't spend any more time looking for it elsewhere this is my advice <laughs> thank you i am so receiving that i'm sure other people listening too but sasha you are such a light in this world and i am so glad to have had you on today i can't wait to see what the future holds and us definitely collaborating more but thank you again for just sharing your journey with us and everything you've been through but what you're really doing in this world to make such a beautiful transformation for so many people and it started with you so thank you again for coming on my pleasure and thank you <laughs> <laughs> make sure to like subscribe comment below what was the biggest takeaway from sasha today i'm sure she would love to see that comment and we will see you on the next episode